God began a series with us developing godly characters. We understand that these characters are divine nature. And when we say anything divine, it's something that has to do with God. And when we talk about divine, character, divine nature, it says so that we may be a partaker. There are things that God has prepared, you know, the things that we need in this world as Christians, as his children. And I want you to know that for you to partake of it, you need to build yourself. This thing doesn't jump at you. It doesn't jump. Some we, we understand at the beginning that there are land characters, there are inherited character. Character is a trait. It's, it's, an, it's an inherent thing. You know, there are some that we learn. But the truth is that, can somebody tell me uh, he or she learned uh, how to smoke? I mean, uh, it was him wrong. No, that one was a learned behavior. So there are good character, there are, there are bad character, but there are godly character. It is a godly character because character will take us even farther than where our anointing will take us. I'm telling you, character, virtue, when you possess this thing, it can take you far in life. And another good thing about character is that it sustains. Character is predictable. It sustains. For instance, if you have been known as a woman of integrity, there's likeliness you will repeat the same integrity if they put you at another position. That is the thing about character. If you have been known as somebody who, you know, who's like this, if you are looking at the screen. And so even when God wants to give you another opportunity, God knew himself. And people around you know that hmm, when you get there, too, it's like this. Can you see? So it is like something we pass on. And so for us to fulfill that which God wants for us in this world, for us to partake of that divine nature, according to 2 Peter chapter 1, we must build our godly character. And these are the nature of Christ. Now, this morning we are looking at the next number four. Temperance, temperance. First Peter 2, verse 6 says, and to knowledge. Yesterday we look at knowledge. Some people are very knowledgeable, but they, are, they have zero temperance. Oh, brilliant, but zero temperance. Oh, full of wisdom, but zero temperance. So you see, it's, a, it's like a compendium of many things. It's not just enough to have knowledge here to be a man, a woman of virtue. Uh, those things are good. To be somebody who has faith that move mountain, those things are good. But at the same time, you must be temperate. You must be temperate. Now the Bible says, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patient godliness. Now, what do we mean by temperance? Uh, the simple way to describe temperance is simply self-control, ability to control your action, ability to control your speech, ability to control your thoughts, ability to control your reaction in, you know, in action, self-control. You know, uh, somebody describes self-control as you have power over somebody, but you decided not to use that power. 
that is self-control. You can, you can punish somebody, but you decided to say no, self-control. You can, you have, you can, you decided, oh, for what this person has done, to say, oh, for this thing you have done, I'm going to pay you back with evil. But no, you said, no, I'm not going to pay you back with evil. Self-control. Somebody accidentally step on you, accidentally. Self-control will say, no, don't pay him or her back because it was even a mistake, even if it was intentional too. Self-control, so it's ability to, to regulate your behavior internally and outwardly. You regulate what you say, you regulate your expositions, your dispositions, whatever thing you do. Self-control. Now, every one of us need it. Now, another so uh, temperance is also a fruit of the spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verse 23. Who is in Galatians 5, 23? If you are there, you can read for us quickly. Uh, Galatians 5, 23. Temperance is a, is, a, is a fruit of the spirit. When you are born again, one of the fruits we should know about your life. Is that, is, go ahead. Uh, yes, go ahead. Yes. Meekness, temperance against such there is no law. You know, we live in a world now. <laughs> uh, there you are, I'm laughing. Laughter will not cease from your mouth in the name of Jesus. Uh, yesterday we are we are going for prayer. It's just like the case of Peter and John, a boy entering the temple. You know that man that was begging the arm in Acts chapter three. We were going for prayer yesterday, and uh, a man was passing and he smoke and he was smoking. And I said to him, "Jesus loves you." And you see, the moment you mention that name, Jesus, it attracts attention. Have you noticed it? And the man, you know, stopped and there was this cigarette in his mouth. I was telling him. Then there was another young man that was passing. When he heard the name Jesus too, he stood by. He said, did you say Jesus? And we said, yes. And so he, he started engaging us. And my wife initially was talking to, you know, was responding to him. And I said, okay, don't worry, man. Uh, you and the children, you can go inside. Because from the way you see him, you will know that this one is ready for argument. And so even in that code, we were there for a few minutes before the prayer. We're having a chat with him. Now, where am I going is this. If you are not temperate, you see, you might, you might misbehave. Even before believers. If you are not a temperate person, the enemy could, could make somebody to provoke you. The enemy could make somebody to cross your path just to test you. Temperance is required for us to fulfill God's plan. For you to move ahead in your career, be temperate. Exercise self-control. People are lobbying for position. You are not one of them. Do not lobby. God knows how to exhort people in due time. Don't lobby for anything. Don't try to lobby to be known. 
Don't lobby for, you know, for opportunity. No, you don't need all that. God, in due time, we exalt you in the name of Jesus. And you know, one thing I've come to understand, brethren, if you allow God to lift you, ah, if you allow God himself to lift you, it's way bigger than your imagination. He sustains you. The things you did not even, did not even desire, he will bring them your way. I'm speaking from experience. Self-control. So it's a fruit of the spirit. If somebody, there are many people who are born again now. That yesterday, the young man was telling me, I knew right away the moment he started talking to us, I knew by the help of the Holy Spirit that he was a Muslim. Yes. And so at the point I asked, I said, hey, young man, what is your name? Hey, his name is Hussein. I said, okay, Hussein. And he began to ask me a series of childish questions. And so on, if Jesus was this, why did Jesus eat food? <laughs> you know, uh, at a point I wonder, you know, what kind of question is that? And the Lord said, okay, ask him a question. I said, Hussein, if I am your friend, and I come to your house to visit you, and you are eating food, and I said, I'm your friend, but I did not eat your food, even though I was hungry. And yet I said, I'm your best friend. Uh, how would you feel? He said, ah, well, I won't feel that, that would be bad. And I said, okay. I said, Jesus is your friend. He said, really? How can a God be my friend? Self-control. <laughs> you know, self-control. Now, you see, everybody seems to be born again. But how do you know? Use a, a Galatians 5 from verse 22 to 23 to check their life. If everything aggravates you in the past, are you a more relaxed person now? Relax. Please let us understand. Relax in the Lord. Be still and know that I am God, where we read this morning. So when we talk about being relaxed, we are not just saying relax and cross your legs and be eating chicken and just be rolling on your bed. No, that's not what I'm talking about. We're talking about in God. Your confidence is in God, not even in your own self. Self-control. So if you say you are born again, are you a temperate person? Do you exercise self-control in your thoughts? Do you know there are some thoughts that cannot fly through your mouth? If it does, what would you do immediately? No? This is not the thought of Christ. When thoughts that are, that are not godly fly through my mind, instantly I reply to the devil. I say, I have the mind of Christ. This is not the mind of Christ. Jesus will not think like this. So get it behind me. And that's it. Self-control. What you see with your eyes, you go to the mall. Now someone is approaching, whether you're a brother or a sister, self-control. My prayer is that each one of us will be temperate to obtain God's promises for our life in Jesus' name. So ability to exercise restraint, this is a character of Christ. Um, and lastly, you see, if you live in a home where there is a thermostat, what is the essence of the thermostat? The Holy Spirit asked me early this morning. 
The essence of the thermostat is to what? Regulate the temperature in the house. Now, the same thing with self I mean, with temperance or self-control, it regulates your behavior. It means that you can't speak anyhow. You can't do things anyhow. Why? Because God dwells in you. And in the name of Jesus, in all areas of your life, we exercise self-control, temperance in the name of Jesus. This fruit will be evidence in our life. I want you to bow down your head this morning and talk to God. At first, of course, you should know by now, if you have followed us for, for some years now, you will know the first thing. Thank him for the word you have had. Appreciate him for the grace who joined the saints this morning. When the saints go marching in, when the saints go marching in, Lord, I want to be in that number. When the saints go marching in, when the saints go marching in, when the saints go marching in, Lord, I want. To be in a number when the saints go marching in. When the saints are marching in, one of the things that will qualify you is temperance, self-control. Lift up your voice and appreciate him this morning. Father, I thank you for bringing your word to us. Now, if you are here, you are not born again. Again, we live in a generation where everybody says they are born again. But if you, if you, if you know you are truly born again, we will see this fruit in your life. You yourself, you know you possess them, and people will testify it in your life. Do you have temperance? Are you a meek person? Uh, you know, are you a gentle person? Do you have long suffering? Are you good? Are you a peaceful person? Are you joyful? Do you have love of God in your heart? If none of this, or you are missing in some, this morning you can come back to Jesus. I want to raise up your right hand if you want to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. Lord, I accept you today as my Lord and Savior, please, I am sorry for my sins. Forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. I repent from them, and I turn from them even to the way of righteousness. Lord Jesus, as from today, let the fruit of the Holy Spirit begin to manifest in my life. Lord, I pray for as many that have prayed this prayer. Be merciful, like you saved my own soul. Save their own soul. Like you show me mercy, show them mercy. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We are going to pray and you commit today into the hand of God. What is your prayer? We've talked about temperance, self-control. You are going to ask any trap that they might have put in place to test you. This morning, in the name of Jesus, you will not fall into them. As you go out today, the Lord will order your step. Go ahead and make that your prayer. And go ahead and pray. Commit today to the hand of God and lift up even your voice concerning tomorrow's services. The Lord has gathered before you tomorrow. Let your word come to, come to life. Bring your word. Draw multitude of soul. Father, in the name of Jesus, whatever trap the might have put in place for me or for members of my house or my brethren, in the name of Jesus, we will not fall into that trap. Today shall be a glorious day. It shall be a day of wonder, a day of testimony, a day of miracles, a harvest of, of, of souls, harvest of multiple testimonies, good news, new things in the name of Jesus, dominion. Thank you for what we do at tomorrow's services. Draw multitude to yourself. 
In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. I want to stretch forth your hand. Father, I want to thank you for your children. Thank you for your word you have brought unto us. Thank you for guiding us together at your feet again. Lord, when the, when the saints are marching in, Lord, count us among the numbers. Together, we will see ourselves in the name of Jesus. None will be missing in the name of Jesus. I pray for all your children today. Order their step. The Lord bless you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you. The Lord prosper your going in and coming out. You shall be the head. You will not be the tail. I pray in the name of Jesus, you will not fall into the trap of the enemy. When we gather tomorrow to praise God and to lift his name higher, you will have a testimony. And your testimony will provoke praise unto God in the name of Jesus. It shall be well with your children and your household and all that are yours in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Let's share the grace together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Give it to your neighbor. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Paul says, be temperate in all things if you are running in a race. Tell your neighbor, be temperate. Tell your neighbor, exercise self-control. God bless you and bless your house.